Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior and accomplished professional from Nashville, USA, Amanda Banks. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm very excited to, to be on the show. Thank you. Amanda is the CEO of DeBanks, LLC and Sports to Suits LLC. She's the host of the weekly live show Sports to Suits. So I now have her on the other side of the mic. <laughs> so uh, Amanda, let's start talking about the banks. Uh, tell me a little bit about this venture and your motivation to start it. Yeah, so it's really kind of an interesting story. So in March of 2020, my daughter's school got destroyed by a tornado. And that was right before COVID hit. So mm -hmm. at the time, I was working um, in strategic partnerships and all things sales for a small analytics company. And so mm -hmm. immediately, my world kind of changed. Um, my daughter was at home being homeschooled. And so really, the motivation was, is we knew that entrepreneurship was going to be part of my journey at some point. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I had a homeschooling kid. So mm -hmm. we made the transition and DeBanks really was this beautiful combination between my skill set and my business partner skill set. Mm -hmm. And so we launched DeBanks, which is basically a workforce and economic development consulting company. Okay. Uh, tell me a little bit more about what you do. Maybe. With yeah. Some so. So we work with, um, we do consulting work and we work with organizations that are looking for reports or for some data exploration work and really consolidated that information and putting it into usable and tactical insights. Oh, wow. So uh, what uh, you're, you're telling me is that your clients send you a lot of their numbers and you crunch the numbers, you prepare presentations and make them more readable. That's correct. So my business partner is an economist okay. um, and my background is primarily strategic partnership, sales, marketing, branding. And so mm -hmm. between the two of us, we can do some incredible work and, and really make that um, information readable. Mm, fascinating. You also say that you want to focus on toxicity free corporate ecosystems built on integrity, transparency, trust and communication. Yep. Help me understand this and please give any an example. <laughs> Yeah, so my business partner and I both come from corporate backgrounds, you know, I come mm -hmm. from a healthcare space, technology space, and then she comes from nonprofit, um, as well as other corporations. And mm -hmm. when we started this company, you know, really what our vision was is to work with incredible people and do mission and impact focused work. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of our biggest uh, no's as far as clients that we'll work with is we just don't work with toxicity. So mm -hmm. if there's a lot of drama, a lot of challenges there, mm -hmm. you know, we're really looking to make an impact to our clients and work with really incredible people and leaders that want to do great work. And so that's really where the toxicity free ecosystems come into play. Mm -hmm. And just to uh, ask you a further question on this, I'm just trying to understand with numbers and with reports, etc. How do you determine what is toxic and what is not? Well, so the reports themselves are not necessarily toxic, but just the companies that we work with, you know, we want to work with really good quality people mm. that are really looking to do great work in the world. And, you know, what we found is sometimes in corporate, you know, we, we focused on the money, we focused on, you know, working with people, not necessarily choosing our clients. And mm. so when we um, launched our companies, the focus was, is we want to work with clients that want to work with us and do it in great, mm. positive, joyful ways. And so that's really, you know, the data is not necessarily toxic, yep. um, but sometimes the relationships can be. And so that's something that we just, we just say no to. 
I understand. But tell me also, what uh, was the motivation to get into uh, this kind of a venture when, you know, it's, it's basically a lot of data. Is it uh, something to do with the COVID that you had to work from home? Yeah. So with my daughter being homeschooled, you know, we really were forced to think through how are we going to actually work together? Um, mm -hmm. How are we going to create, you know, businesses together? And so we started thinking through what does this look like for us? Mm -hmm. And so from a data and reporting perspective, you know, my business partner is an economist. She's got 15 to 20 years in workforce and economic and labor mm -hmm. um, economics. And so we really, truly went to the drawing board to think through what skill sets do we have and what value can we deliver to our clients and how can we do it sometimes in a remote working um, environment? And so that's how we went about launching the banks. Wonderful. Now let's move to the other uh, venture that you have, which is Sports to Suits. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about this venture. Yeah, so this really came out of the banks. So mm -hmm. we were starting to do a lot of research work around the workforce and labor force. Mm -hmm. And we started realizing, obviously, substantial gaps. I mean, this is something that there's a problem with pretty much all over the world right now. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I was a former athlete. Um, I have a lot of passion around the athletic community, as well mm -hmm. as a beautiful community of former athletes that have really seen a lot of success in business. So we started mm -hmm. doing a lot of research work around you know, why is this transitionary period so difficult for certain mm -hmm. people, meaning going from sports into suits or going into business? And mm -hmm. so we launched the company separately. Um, we're building out a technology platform to help collegiate level and professional level athletes. So elite level athletes transition from sports to business. And really what we're solving for is the education opportunity in connection to good quality opportunities and jobs. Mm -hmm. So that kind of built off of DeBanks um, and really became its own separate entity just due to what we've created. Amazing. You know, I seem to have missed uh, the part about your being an athlete, but I'd love to understand yeah. from you what uh, what did you do and at what level were you uh, playing? Yeah. yeah, so I was a high-level competitive gymnast. Um, okay. So I started gymnastics really, really young as a lot of kids do, mm -hmm. um, immediately became passionate about the sport. I had a unique talent and gift for it. Mm -hmm. um, so I became a level 10 gymnast around 10 or 11 years old. So for anybody that's tuning in that doesn't know gymnastics, typically there's levels two through 10, mm -hmm. then you go into junior and senior elite. And so Simone Biles is a senior elite. That's the most notable gymnast I can think of in the world. Mm -hmm. um, but I was a level 10 gymnast, very young and mm -hmm. transitioned out of the sport and had a lot of challenges around that transition, mm -hmm. um, which is where a lot of the passion comes from of helping solve this issue for a lot mm -hmm. of other people. Mm -hmm. Amazing. One more question of you being a gymnast. Uh, you know, I what what I've seen of uh, young um, people who take up gymnastics. It's a very high pressure environment that you work in. As you transition out of being a gymnast, level ten gymnast, what were some of your learnings and what were some of the challenges you went through? Yeah, so gymnastics is a sport of perfectionism. Right. So everything is judged around the perfect 10. Um, the scoring mechanisms have changed a little bit. But when I was doing gymnastics, you know, everything was that perfect 10. Mm -hmm. And so that was ingrained in me um, as a young kid and transitioning out of the sport. You know, your entire team is is that of your sport, um, your entire ecosystem is built around gymnastics, especially at, you know, a high level gymnast. Correct. Um, and so transitioning out, I really struggled with identity issues. 
um, went to drugs and alcohol and you name it. Mm. But a lot of that had to do with, I had absolutely no idea who I was as a person outside Mm. of that as an athlete. And so I see that struggle with a lot of other athletes as well, which is why we're building out this, this platform and this ecosystem through sports suits. Incredible. And, you know, I've spoken to several sports people and, um, when one is at a very high level of performance and you're young, you know, your bodies can respond, whether it's uh, cricket or hockey or soccer or gymnastics. The, the big challenge, and I think you're addressing it through sports to suits, is how do I land uh, on my feet? Not from a gymnast perspective, but how do I land on my feet and build a life after I'm 28, 29, 30, 35 onwards? Uh, give me some examples or some perspectives of what is happening to sports people. Uh, well, it's they- very much that identity issue. Um, you know, a lot of people their entire lives, you know, I transitioned out of the sport really, really young. So I had the blessing of going through these challenges when mm-hmm. I was young and mm-hmm. could do some things that weren't necessarily uh, the right things to do. Right. But I see a lot of, you know, in your 20s and your 30s, when you're transitioning out of the sport, your entire life is Mm -hmm. that of the sport. Um, And when you transition out, you may have education, you may not have education, you may have a clear and defined career pathway, you may not. Mm -hmm. But the biggest challenge is you don't necessarily know who you are or what your path is outside of that sport because you've Mm -hmm. been so laser focused in Mm -hmm. everything as it relates to whatever sport you're in. Wow. So now coming back to sports to suit. So what happens if, if I'm a, an athlete who has now uh, uh, matured and has come out of the so-called uh, competitive arena? I reach out to you and how do you help uh, me as, an, as a sports person? Yeah, I mean, what we're really advocating here um, is really to start thinking through what is your career pathway outside of sports, Mm -hmm. you know, that right now it's very reaction based. Um, We would really love for this to be more of a proactive Mm -hmm. scenario. Um, Most of the time people will have life and purpose outside of the sport, about 99 to hundred percent of people. Okay. Um, But, but really to think through this and create a clear and defined pathway, even before that transitionary period Mm -hmm. happens, Um, I'm working with a lot of athletes one-on-one right now, just Mm -hmm. because the technology platform is not developed fully. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, people, I'm working with people to help them try to figure out life and purpose outside of sports and get them connected to good quality opportunities that fit their aptitudes and skill sets. And for my viewers and listeners, give me an example of of someone without any names, of course, on how you've helped them find their life and purpose. Yeah, so I, I worked with an athlete, and this is one of my my favorite athletes that I've worked with thus far. Um, so he came to me uh, through a mutual connection, and he was transitioning out of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he did have a great college degree, um, went to a very prestigious university, and he really was trying to figure out what am I going to do outside of football training. Mm-hmm. And when I initially reached out to him and we connected. You know, he mentioned he wanted to open a restaurant and he wanted to go into entrepreneurship. And I kind of had him halt the brakes a little bit and was Mm -hmm. like, have you ever worked in a restaurant before? Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about Mm -hmm. this industry? Mm -hmm. And, you know, through continuous conversation, I was able to get him connected to a coffee shop here locally that was opening up and get him kind of that opportunity to work in that coffee shop, to learn Mm -hmm. what it's like to launch a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And through that, now, obviously he's exploring 
exploring entrepreneurship journeys. Mm-hmm. He's working in the coffee shop, you know, and he's really kind of finding his place, which is such Amazing. a beautiful thing um, yeah. to happen and to, to watch. Mm. And, you know, just thinking back to what you said, one of the biggest challenges that a lot of sports people who are transitioning out face is who am I? Uh, it's also from the incredible amount of adulation to uh, not being recognized. Yep. How do people handle this kind of a challenge and how do you support them? Yeah, I mean, the statistics are alarming. You know, there's been a lot of statistics that have been developed over the years. Um, mm. One of the notable ones was a few years ago, Sports Illustrated released, you know, 80% of retired NFL players go broke after mm. the first three years outside of the league. And so, mm. you know, really, I think awareness is the biggest thing that we're doing right now. You know, mm. I launched Sports to Suits Live, which is a live video show that, yeah. that highlights former athletes and share their stories around this transition. Wow. Mm. Um, and I think that awareness is the biggest thing that we're kind of leaning into right now is, is highlighting that this is a massive problem in the industry mm. um, and trying to create you know, holistic platforms and solutions that help address this um, from a scalable perspective. Fascinating. Uh, when I, again, I was reading about you, uh, you say that every conversation is the opportunity to make a positive impact in the lives of others. Um, simple statement, but I'd love to get your perspective with an example of what your belief is. Yeah, I mean, I think that so even in this conversation, you know, if you and I touch the life of just one person and plant the seed that that person then takes and does whatever it is um, in their life that they Mm -hmm. want to do as far as moving forward, we've done our job, right? This, this has been a success in my opinion. And so Mm -hmm. um, every single conversation, regardless of who it is, has the ability to impact the life of that other person Mm -hmm. or community. Um, And so I go into every single conversation with that mindset. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a powerful thing. Hmm. Very interesting. You also say that uh, uh, innovative thought leadership to every conversation is important. Uh, How do you uh, uh, structure something like this? I mean, it's asking the right questions, right? I think I think everybody comes with a unique perspective. I, I carry every conversation with a lot of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to learn what what other people are thinking or where they're um, where their backgrounds, where they're coming from. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, going into conversations, one, with knowing that this has the ability to impact the life of the other person, but also mm-hmm. two, that I can pull some innovative thought leadership out of this conversation and really mm-hmm. get to learn learn about things. Mm. Um, that's, that's really where that, that lies. Mm. Fascinating. So now let me move to uh, a few questions for you personally. Uh, okay. My viewers and listeners love to get to know my guest a little better. Uh, but uh, my first question to Amanda is that for someone who has uh, been a sports person at such a high level and is now an entrepreneur, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? Yeah, so one was that tornado, and it may be a little bit odd here, but when mm. we decided to homeschool my daughter, really from a professional perperspective, that's mm. where my life dramatically had to change. Right. So that was a key milestone. I had such a unique opportunity to experience education through her eyes as well and also mm-hmm. see some of the gaps which is what a lot of what we're doing with sports to suits is as far mm-hmm. as the educational component um that was a that was a huge milestone for me mm-hmm. um it takes a lot of courage to make that shift Absolutely. from corporate into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. um so so that was a that was a win for me for sure um mm-hmm. 
I think the next one is launching the video podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of power in conversation. Um, Once again, if you have the ability to leverage conversation to impact the life of just one person, Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful thing. And so launching that podcast has really helped us create a community. So I do Mm -hmm. encourage other people to to launch podcasts or video shows or or whatever, whatever's on your heart to do so. Um, and then I will say a huge major milestone for sports to suits was our first, first major contract. I mean, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, that first contract, regardless of how large or small is, that's a big milestone. And so that's we're super great. proud of that. Um, and so I would say those are three major milestones in my life. Fantastic. I hope you framed the first dollar and kept it in your office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. But most importantly, Um, it really pulled together the entire vision. You know, we really like the client that we're working with. Um, We really support their vision and it's just a beautiful partnership. And that's something that we're very proud of as well. Fabulous. My next question to you is what does success mean to Amanda? Yeah, so success to me is, it's very simple. Mm So that I woke up, that my family absolutely knows that I love them, um, that they're happy, that they're healthy, you know, and that I've impacted the life of a single person in that day. You know, I think that we focus on really big, large, audacious goals sometimes. And Mm -hmm. for me, success is just taking one step forward Mm -hmm. and making sure that the people in the community that I'm in and that I'm supporting and that are supporting me, that they know that that they're loved mm-hmm. um, and that they're able to uh, continue to learn and grow as well. Wonderful. And a follow-up question from that is who or what inspires you? Yeah, my daughter. <laughs> I have a 12-year-old daughter. Um, I have two stepsons as well, but really, mm-hmm. you know, my daughter is a unique individual and I really get to learn through the eyes of mm-hmm. her. You know, I've found that children don't necessarily have a, or carry a lot of the biases that a lot mm-hmm. of adults do. And so having the opportunity to really learn through her is abs- is so inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get to see on a daily basis, obviously, what it's like to live with true Correct. curiosity and love and compassion. And that's, that's very inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. It, helps, it helps keep me moving. Fabulous. I have time for two more questions. My next question is, what would your advice be to a young sports person or a young sports person's parents? Um, as they start out on their journey? Yeah, I would, I would be very clear on just know that this is not probably going to be a lifelong adventure and to start thinking about life and life and purpose outside of sports. Hmm. You know, a lot of elite level athletes focus on one sport or Hmm. one thing, and and that's necessary in a lot of different, different regards. But Hmm. I would also say, from a parent perspective, start incorporating other things and, and identify passions or area of interest outside of mm. just that one sport. Mm. The individual is not just good at that one sport. Mm. So really starting to dive into what are things that, you know, we can incorporate into this atmosphere to ensure that once the sport is done, that they mm. have life and purpose outside of sports. Mm. Very interesting. And my last question to you, uh, based on your amazing journey, Um, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your journey and our conversation? Yeah, so I would say to lay out mission and values and what's meaningful to you um, and be very clear and specific Mm -hmm. on what those are um, and make sure that everything that you do moving forward in life Mm -hmm. is, is in alignment with those mission and values. 
Um, I would also say there's a lot of power in just taking one step forward. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, we we tend to look at the big picture goal, which is very necessary, right? But I think that there's a lot of power in just being focused on taking one step mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say surround yourself with other people that inspire you and mm-hmm. that you can learn from. Um, yeah. One of my core values is very much around continuous learning and challenging mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Um, and so surrounding yourself with an, with an incredible ecosystem that will, that will challenge you, that will love you, that will support you, mm. um, is another piece throughout my career that has allowed me to see the success that, that amazing. we are seeing and that will continue to grow, um, moving forward. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Amanda, on that note, uh, and your three wonderful lessons of, uh, you know, lay out your mission and your values, uh, understand the power of taking one step at a time forward, of course and surround yourself with people who um, you can learn from. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about the banks uh, and your journey. Thank you for speaking to me about sports suits. I think what you're doing for sports people, not just in the US, but probably around the world, will be uh, a game changer for so many people who uh, have given uh, their entire life, early life to sports and then uh, are stuck on where to, where to go next. Yeah. Thank well, you, for thank you so me. much for the opportunity. I really appreciate your time you. and I'm so grateful for you. So thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.